Thrombolytic agents. So these are drugs that end in ASE, and they include altaplase, which is also activase or TPA, retoplase, which is retovase or RPA, and streptokinase. So their action, they dissolve clots that have already formed by converting plasminogen to plasmin. This process destroys fibrinogen and other clotting factors. Indications, you're going to use them to dissolve blood clots due to coronary artery thrombies, DVTs, PEs, acute ischemic stroke, and to restore patency to central IV catheters. Warnings, it is a high alert drug. Do not give if you have active internal bleeding, a recent CVA or aneurysm, hypertension, are currently on anticoagulant therapy, have ulcerative colitis, have a history of closed head or spinal trauma within the last two months, acute pericarditis or bacterial endocarditis, hepatic or renal disorders, major surgery within the past 10 days, or severe allergic reactions. You don't want to give it if they're also on medications that enhance bleeding, such as warfarin, heparin, antiplatelets, NSAIDs, um, or any other oral anticoagulant. Undesirable effects include hemorrhage, headache, nausea, rash, fever, bleeding, allergic reaction, and hypotension. Nursing interventions, you're going to monitor CBC, especially the hemoglobin hematocrit and other coagulation tests. Evaluate bleeding at the sutured wound site. Monitor vital signs during and after infusion. Monitor EKG for reperfusion arrhythmias. Watch for unusual bleeding disturbances in the GIGU. Initiate the bleeding protocol measures for several hours, so no sticks, no manual blood pressures, or removal of IV lines or catheters. Hold direct pressure to injection site for up to 30 minutes until the oozing stops. Discontinue therapy if life-threatening bleeding occurs. Um, the effects of the drug will disappear within a few hours after discontinuing, but the systemic effect of the coagulation and risk of bleeding may persist for 24 hours. Education, explain the treatment to the family, explain the need for frequent vital signs. Evaluation, the clot will have dissolved, the client will have no chest pains, stable vital signs, EKG change with the injured ST pattern that was revealed 60 to 90 minutes after initiation therapy and no signs of active bleeding. So it's thrombolytic agents, TPA, RPA, streptokinase, and tenecteplase. Digoxin, or linoxin, which is a heart failure agent. So the action is to inhibit the sodium-potassium pump, resulting in an increase in cardiac contraction. It increases the efficiency and force of the myocardial contraction, improving the effectiveness of the pump. The outcome is an improved stroke volume and cardiac output. Indications. So you're going to give for heart failure, AFib that is rate-controlled and or atrial flutter and paroxysmal atrial contractions. Warnings, this is a high alert drug. It can cause V-fib or ventricular tachycardia, severe bradycardia, DIG toxicity, caution with impaired renal or hepatic function, an incomplete AV block, the elderly, or an electrolyte abnormality, or an acute MI. So undesirable effects. Um, it can cause anorexia, nausea, 
Nauseous is the first sign of toxicity in an adult. Um, and upset stomach is the first sign of toxicity in a child. So it can cause vertigo, headache, depression, muscle weakness, drowsiness, confusion, uh, bradycardia, EKG changes, heart block, photophobia, which is yellow and green halos around visual images, and flashes of light. Um, changes in potassium, so decreased potassium, decreased magnesium, and increased calcium may be associated with DIG toxicity. You don't want to give it with antacids. They need to be at least one to two hours apart. Use cautiously with calcium channel blockers and beta blockers. Um, don't use with potassium depleting diuretics such as furosemide, which may increase DIG toxicity due to hypokalemia. Amarotidone may increase concentration, um, increase in the risk of hyperkalemia with DIG and ACE inhibitors and ARBs. These will also lead to a decreased therapeutic effect of DIG. Interventions, you want to monitor potassium, magnesium, EKG, uh, liver and renal function tests, drug level. The therapeutic level for DIG is 0.5 to 0.8, and toxicity is anything greater than 2. Before each dose, you're going to assess the apical pulse for a full minute, record and report any changes in rate and rhythm, withhold the drug, and contact the provider if the pulse is less than 60 for adults, less than 70 for a child, and less than 90 for an infant. Weigh daily, monitor eyes, nose, and monitor signs of heart failure. You're going to use the antidote, which is digoxin immune FAB also called Digibind or Digifab for life-threatening intoxication. Activated charcoal can also be used to bind to Dig and present, uh, prevent absorption. Atropine can be used for bradycardia. Education, you want to take at the same time daily. Avoid giving it with meals. Teach the client to take the pulse correctly and report if pulse is out of parameter. Weigh every other day and record. Restrict alcohol, sodium, and smoking. Consult with provider prior to taking over-the-counter meds. Eat foods rich in potassium. Wear a medical alert tag. Emphasize importance of regular checkups. Report nausea, vomiting, or yellow vision, muscle weakness, GI symptoms, and fatigue, as these are signs of DIG toxicity. Do not double the dose if one is missed. Evaluation, you want to see a normal sinus rhythm on the EKG. Clinical improvement will be evidenced by no S3, no edema. Uh, cardiomegaly will be decreased, decreased in severity of heart failure, and increase of cardiac output. Nasiratide, also called Natricor, is an organic heart failure agent. It uses DNA technology. For the action, it's a human B-type natriuretic peptide that binds to the receptor in the vascular smooth muscle and the endothelial cells, leading to smooth muscle relaxation. It helps promote vasodilation, naturesis, diuresis, and it corrects heart failure. Indications you're going to use for acutely decompensated heart failure in clients who have dyspnea at rest or with minimal activity. Warnings, it is a high alert drug. Um, watch for hypersensitivity, cardiogenic shock, or blood pressure of less than 90 as primary therapy. Side effects, 
headache, nausea, bradycardia, hypotension, arrhythmias, including VTAC, AFib, and AV node conduction abnormalities, and chest pain, they occur rarely. Other information, increased symptomatic hypotension with ACE inhibitors. Um, you don't want to use it with ginger, ginseng, or licorice because they may increase the blood pressure. Interventions, you're going to monitor blood pressure immediately prior to each dose as well as regular monitoring. Monitor trends and fluctuations. Monitor blood pressure for hypotension frequently during the therapy. Hypotension is dose limiting and dose dependent. If a decrease in blood pressure occurs, place the client in supine position with legs elevated. Establish parameters for regular leg relating rate, stopping in the infusion. Monitor accurate I's and O's. Measure urinary output frequently. Report decreased urinary output immediately. Report any cardiac arrhythmias or significant decrease in heart rate or blood pressure. Monitor serum creatinine as it may increase from the medicine. Educate the client regarding the purpose of the medication and the expected results. Educate the client to report chest pain or palpitations. Evaluation. Client will expect an improvement in the heart failure with an improvement in the MPAP. Nitroglycerin, which is an anti-anginal agent. Um, IV, it's called nitro-BID-IV, sublingual nitrostat, sustained release nitro-time or nitro-guard, topical nitro-bid, nitrostat, transdermal, minitran or nitro-dur, translingual, nitrolingual or nitro-mist. Action, it's going to relax the vascular smooth muscle system. Decrease myocardial demand for oxygen, decrease left ventricular preload by dilating the veins, thus indirectly decreasing afterload. Indications are chest pain. Warnings, don't give closed angle glaucoma, severe anemia, hypotension, an early MI, head trauma, ICP, pregnancy, renal or hepatic disease, Use caution for clients taking antihypertensive medications or clients with hyperthyroidism. Do not take with Viagra or Cialis within 24 hours due to a sudden hypotensive effect that may occur. Undesirable effects. The most common is a headache, um, but also hypotension, postural hypotension, syncope, dizziness, weakness, reflex tachycardia, paradoxical bradycardia, um, sublingual side effects include burning, tingling sensation in the mouth. Ointment side effects are vesicular and puretic lesions. Other information, it'll have an increased effect if taken with alcohol, hypertensive agents, beta blockers, calcium channel blockers, and decrease the effects of heparin. Do not use within 24 hours of Viagra or Cialis. Um, agents having anticholinergenic properties, such as antidepressants, antihistamines, they may decrease the absorption of sublingual nitroglycerin. Interventions, you want to record the characteristics and precipitating factors of the chest pain. Monitor BP and apical pulse before administration and periodically after the dose. Have clients sit down or lie down if taking the drug for the first time. Client must have continuing EKG monitoring for IV administration. 
Cardioversion or defibrillator must not be discharged through the paddle electrode overlying the bid ointment or the patch because it may cause burns on the client. Assist with ambulating if dizzy. Client education. Teach them to avoid alcohol. Teach to recognize symptoms of hypotension. Advise to make position changes slowly and avoid prolonged standing. Teach patient to consult the healthcare provider prior to taking any other over-the-counter medications. Inform that a headache is a common side effect that should decrease with continuing therapy. Tylenol or aspirin may be prescribed to treat the headache. Advise patient to notify healthcare provider if mouth is dry or blurry vision occurs. Teach about the form of nitro prescribed. For oral, instruct to take on an empty stomach with a full glass of water and do not chew the tablet. Sublingual, instruct to sit down and take it first sign of chest pain. May be repeated every five minutes for a maximum of three doses. If the client doesn't experience relief, advise to seek medical assistance immediately. Evaluation, the client will report a decrease in frequency and severity of anginal attacks along with an increase in activity tolerance. So for the action, again, it's going to relax the vascular smooth muscle. It's going to decrease venous return, decrease arterial blood pressure, decrease left ventricular workload, and decrease myocardial oxygen consumption. Procanamide, also called pronestral or procran, is an antidysrhythmic. Action is an antidysrhythmic class 1A and it prolongs the refractory period of the cardiac conduction system. Decreases myocardial excitability. Indication, you're going to use it for the treatment of ventricular arrhythmias. Warnings, do not use with a complete AV block. Asymptomatic PVCs, history of lupus, large doses may cause an AV block. Caution with hepatic and renal dysfunction. Side effects are very serious. They include ventricular fibrillation, asystole, seizures, thrombocytopenia, neutropenia, agranulocytosis, hemolytic anemia, systemic lupus syndrome, which is fever, painful and swollen joints, and butterfly rash on the face. More common side effects include hypotension, bradycardia, flushing, rash, fever, nausea, bitter taste, confusion, depression, vomiting, diarrhea, elevated LFTs, dizziness, um, black box warning, medication may lead to positive ANA titer with or without symptoms of lupus. Other information, antihypertensives and nitrates may potentiate hypotensive effect. Additive anticholinergenic effects with other drugs possessing anticholinergenic properties, including antihistamines, antidepressants, atropine, halidol, and phenothiazines. Effects of procanamide may be increased by quinidine, ranitidine, sinitidine, or thromboprim. Other antidysrhythmics can also increase the risk for procanamide toxicity. Interventions, you want to monitor EKG, pulse, and blood pressure continuously throughout IV administration. This drug is available PO, IM, or IV. Place the client supine during IV for PO administration, which is preferred. 
They do not need to be supine. IV, you're going to use in life-threatening situations. IM, when the client is NPO or with malabsorptive syndromes. And the therapeutic drug level is 4 to 8. Toxic serum levels are over 16. You're going to restrict the use for only life-threatening ventricular arrhythmias. Monitor for bleeding and infection. Monitor CBC. Monitor ANA periodically if lupus-like reaction occurs. Evaluations, you should have a termination of arrhythmias and return to stable rhythm. Um, yeah, that's it. Lidocaine IV, which is an anti-dysrhythmic agent, it's anti-dysrhythmic class 1B. It decreases cardiac excitability. Cardiac conduction is delayed in the ventricle. It decreases the automaticity of ventricular cells. Indications you're going to use for ventricular arrhythmias such as PVCs, uh, ventricular tachycardia, and ventricular fibrillation. Warnings, it is a high alert drug. Don't use if you have advanced AV blocks, heart failure, hepatic disorder, elderly client, a third degree heart block. Use cautiously in clients less than 50 kilograms and geriatric clients, those with respiratory depression and those with shock. Undesirable effects, arrhythmias, bradycardia, heart block, hypotension, confusion, drowsiness, nausea, vomiting, seizures, and cardiac arrest. Drowsiness is the first sign of toxicity, followed by seizures, which is a sign of severe toxicity. Other information, it's going to increase cardiac depression and toxicity when used with frantinidine, fentoin, amiodarone, quinidine, procanamide, or propranolol. Beta blockers may decrease the metabolism and increase risk to toxicity. Never administer lidocaine preparation that contains epinephrine which is typically in lidocaine that's used for local anesthesia. Severe arrhythmias and hypertension can occur. Interventions, you wanna monitor the EKG, blood pressure, pulse, rhythm, and respiratory rate continuously. Monitor serum lidocaine levels throughout therapy. Therapeutic range is gonna be 1.5 to 5. Monitor intake and output. Do not mix in the same syringe as cefazolin. Administer lidocaine IV. In case of circulatory depression, have dopamine available. Monitor serum electrolytes periodically throughout prolonged therapy. Drugs including O2 must always be readily available when administering lidocaine by any route. Client evaluation. Client will have a decrease in or will be free of ventricular dysrhythmias. This drug reduces sodium permeability, resulting in a decrease in ventricular arrhythmias and cardiac irritability. Observe for undesirable effects such as dizziness, drowsiness, and confusion. So that's lidocaine IV antidysrhythmic. Propafenone, also known as Rithmol or Rithmol SR, it is an antidysrhythmic agent. It's an oral antidysrhythmic, class 1C causes a local anesthetic effect on the myocardium, stabilizes cardiac membranes, slows atrioventricular conduction, and has a slight beta-adrenetic blocking activity. Indications, you're gonna use it to reduce the reoccurrence of proximal atrial fib or atrial flutter. 
You're going to use it for supraventricular tachycardia or treatment of sustained or life-threatening ventricular arrhythmias. Warnings, caution with an MI in the past two years, caution with hepatic or renal impairment, pacemaker, chronic respiratory disorders, caution and changes of smoking habit, a lower dosage may be required for geriatric clients, don't use with an AV block or bradycardia. Undesirable effects, the serious ones, include arrhythmias, prolonged QT interval, heart failure, a granulocytosis, or bronchospasm. Common effects are dizziness, nausea, unusual taste changes, dyspnea, fatigue, constipation, edema, headache, bradycardia, decreased blood pressure, first-degree heart block, vomiting, and weakness. Black box warning, medication may lead to positive ANA titer with or without the symptoms of lupus. Quinidine and amirodone increase the risk of toxicity. Um, grapefruit juice can decrease the metabolism and result in toxicity as well. Interventions, you want to monitor electrolytes and EKG at baseline, and then periodically monitor for bradycardia, hypotension, and chest pain. Monitor for dizziness and weakness. Monitor breath sounds for crackles, weight gain, and, and or edema. Monitor LFTs, CBCs, electrolytes, and renal function. Monitor for anemia, agranulocytosis, leukopenia, thrombocytopenia, altered PT and coagulation times. Education. Sustained release tablets can be taken with food. Do not crush them. Drink plenty of fluids, two to three liters a day. Avoid grapefruit juice. Increase fiber and bulk to diet to prevent complications. Report dizziness or unusual taste. Report signs and symptoms of chest pain, short of breath, palpitations, unusual bleeding. Report signs of liver failure, yellow eyes or skin, dark yellow urine. Report all blood pressure and pulse readings for provider to evaluate. Evaluation will include termination of arrhythmia, restoration of stable rhythm, and the therapeutic drug level is 0.5 through 3.0. This is propafenone or rhythmol. Some of the R's of it, rhythm of the heart is restored, reduces heart rate, renal and liver function need to be monitored, reduce constipation by increasing fiber and bulk in diet, report dizziness or unusual taste in the mouth, report chest pain, shortness of breath, unusual bleeding, report significant drop in blood pressure, restoration of a stable rhythm, and reduce grapefruit. So it's propafenone, propafenone or Rhythmol, which is an anti-dysrhythmic.